Well, this article seemed to go under people's radar, and it's a fucking crazy one. From the USA Today. It says, Donald Trump broke the presidency. It's time to get rid of the job altogether. Well, I guess if you can't win it, might as well get rid of it, right? Let's see what they had to say here. It's a short article, so I'll read through it for you guys. It's fucking crazy. Donald Trump is proof that the U.S. presidency is broken and democracy is in peril. It's time to amend the Constitution and abolish the presidency. <laughs> Skip abolish, guys. It's just abolish the presidency. Abolish the POTUS. We've seen it. The belligerent, typo-ridden tweets, the fawning press conferences with autocrats and overlords. Fucking what? <laughs> fucking... Are you talking about the press? Because they're the fucking overlords there. The self-described Nazis on parade praising the American president's name. What? Just because some racist losers like Trump doesn't mean that we should get rid of the presidency and that everyone that likes Trump is a racist. You're racist like milk. I like milk, but that doesn't make me a racist. We have seen it, it with our own eyes. There is a bloated authoritarian lounging in this in his bathroom in a 200-year-old mansion that used to symbolize the principal republic of the world. Uh, a fucking more. The executive branch is literally the least authoritarian part of the government. There are so many checks and balances put in place. Like, Congress has more power than the president, potentially. Because they fucking make the laws. Yes, the president executes them. But there are so many checks and balances that you don't have to worry about, like, this authoritarian regime coming crashing down. And Donald Trump is no authoritarian. He's a Republican... He's for liberty and freedom and less government in your life. This is a man who has openly conspired to cheat with the help of a hostile foreign nation in federal election. It was a fucking joke. On election night, he came in second place, yet due to a scab of slavery in the Constitution, the Electoral College, this usurper has the full power of the most powerful military in history. Oh, command of the treasure. Oh, God. Guys. I, usurper, I pronounced that word wrong, I know, but fuck that. He was playing the game that mattered, the only game that mattered, the Electoral College. Hillary was trying to play the popular vote, the only game that didn't matter. He was smart, she wasn't. The Electoral College is actually a good system for a country. I've gone back and forth on whether or not it's good, but it's a good system because it helps represent all views fairly in a pretty level manner yeah that that that's the problem is that we have so many you know high density cities that cities would basically be running the country because all candidates would do is they'd fly to california and new york that's all they do and that's all they do for campaigning but through this system they have to go to all states to hopefully appeal to all people in our country because you gotta remember the purpose of our government is to represent all views equally Theoretically, but that's, you know, not always what happens, but this sort of helps it, you know, all views get represented. Uh, the most powerful military in history commanded the Treasury, the absolute power of pardon, and he can unilaterally annihilate millions of people with his command to deploy nuclear weapons. Yeah, that's not going to happen, though. He's made refugees begging us for mercy into orphans, hoping it will deter other asylum seekers because he can. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry that we have a difference of opinion on whether, you know, the refugees refugees didn't do nothing. 
you know, there's some problems with that that need to be addressed. I think it's only fair to look into that and to have a good vetting system. He's now poised to put a man on the Supreme Court, Brett Kavanaugh, who believes in supreme leaders if they're Republican. <laughs> I don't even know what that's going on about. Oh my god. But but I love how they have to say, you put a man, a person, a man. Ooh, hands made tail right here. <laughs> uh, but might I add that the fucking Senate has to confirm that? So it's not really him that's doing it, it's the fucking Senate. So it's not that authoritarian, is it? Russia attacked our country. <laughs> okay. Was this 9 11? <laughs> They're so insignificant and so ineffective. China is the biggest threat right now. The target was Hillary Clinton and the liberal democracy, and they hit their mark. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really did. They, they swayed all those votes, all those Russian bots. If you're stunned that President Donald Trump is still in office because he's so horrible and so unpopular and so obviously corrupt, how obvious that they don't have any fucking evidence or links here, hyperlinked as, you are not alone. The overwhelming majority agrees with you. No, they don't. Donald Trump has a 57% approval ring with the recent Rasmussen poll. I know it's a common outlier poll, but they were more accurate in the election. Uh, most Americans don't... He's not this, like, extreme unpopular president. That you people are in liberal bubbles that think that. He, you know, half the country vote for this guy. The other half vote for Hillary. It's almost always 50-50. You know, it's not as extreme as you think. This isn't fucking Richard Nixon after Watergate. Only about 25% of eligible votes vote for a president grabbed by the... Plus oh, you're so clever. You, you, you just guilt by association here. Oh, you all vote for this rapist, even though he's just fucking talking like a guy. Because <laughs> he's a fucking celebrity and women are throwing themselves on him. Yeah, the majority was apparently powerless to stop him. Well, yeah, that's because they were... Because Hillary was playing the wrong fucking game. She was an idiot. And I'm not... That's also because most of This is very, very misleading. Because most eligible voters don't vote. Okay? It's a very small percentage to begin with. So, that's a very misleading uh, number. Impeachment won't remove Trump from office. Also, we should just get rid of the office, right? <laughs> oh, God. And I have other bad news. The remedy in our constitution for a treasonous turncoat who got into the White House on a technicalities is impeachment. What? This makes no sense right here. This entire sentence makes no sense. I don't know how he's a treasonous turncoat. You don't provide any evidence. And he didn't get in on a fucking technicality. He got in because he was playing the only fucking game that mattered. How many times do I have to say this? But guess what? Impeachment has never gotten rid of a bad president in this country. So are you assuming Bill Clinton's a bad president? <laughs> Not ever. Bill Clinton finished his term after being impeached. A threat of impeachment got Rick Nixon to step down, but impeachment as a whole has failed. I love how they just cite an example here. How just the threat of it got rid of a president, but they say, oh, it failed. Uh, obviously, it kind of didn't. Um, and also, he was kind of guilty. And covered up big league. Uh, it's never lived up to the promise. Well, that's because we really never had to impeach a president, too. Like, it's not gotten that dire of a threat. And it can work. It's just, it depends on the case. It failed to remove President Andrew Johnson, described by his contemporaries as, quote, 
the most vilest radical and most unscrupulous demagogue in the union. Now, I'm sorry, but this USA Today site is so fucking, it's just, you know, heavy with the bandwidth. My God, their ads, are, my fans are spinning now. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Andrew Jackson being that bad, but just because he's described this way doesn't mean he's that bad. Okay, they describe Trump as Hitler, and he's not Hitler. I mean, that's a stupid statement. Oh, because some people say he's this. Must mean he's this. No, it doesn't. Uh, the main charge against Johnson was that he ignored the authority and will of Congress. I'm going to assume you're right on that. It was then that a group of concerned citizens saw a monarchy in the making and drew up a petition titled, quote, Memorial regarding the abolition of the presidency. The abolition of the presidency. Uh, okay. Uh, how many times has a president not, you know, uh, done what Congress has and ignored them? I mean, Obama did that, and you guys didn't freak out. It's because it's our guy, right? Their idea was, fucking hell, this webpage is using a significant amount of memory. Thank you, USA Today. I have to fucking read this whole article because of that. Uh, their idea was to copy the Swiss Republic and make the executive branch of a federal council without veto power. Mid-19th century Americans trepidation that an emperor could fall an idealistic revolution was well founded they witnessed that very thing in france with the assumption of napoleon okay ascension napoleon very you know present you know is it's a totally different system than what napoleon was on there you know that we have in america the petition makes case that three branches of government are not equal um they are equal Congress is more dependent on the president than he is on Congress. Um, that I disagree with that because they kind of go hand in hand, and it does depend if you have a Republican, you know, controlled Congress and a Republican president, or if they're of different parties. So I I don't know about that. Reads the petition. Well, the president has the element of power. Congress has but words. No, Congress has a lot of power. He can act. Congress can but talk. That's oversimplifying it and being ignorant of it. The pamphlet printed in 1868 offers that a constitutional monarchy is still a monarchy and that the exorbitant powers of the executive branch are borrowed from monarchs, which makes it impossible to hold a president accountable. Uh, impeachment? <laughs> Have you heard of impeachment? We just kind of talked about that. And if the president is above the law, they argue he's an autocrat and not a small-d Democrat. Okay. Again, you can use impeachment. Abolish the presidency to save democracy. Oh, so brave, so bold. In 1973, the idea came up again a few weeks after the second inauguration of Richard Nixon when Pulitzer Prize-winning historian Barbara Touchman wrote a piece in the New York Times asking, quote, should we abolish the presidency? Unquote. Uh, no. It's idiotic. I mean, who's gonna fucking run the country at that point? <laughs> Look, we... Here, you're proving your guy's point wrong here, which is... Okay, we didn't abolish the president after Nixon, and things went jolly well fine. And I'm saying that non-ironically. Everything went perfectly fine. Okay, the world didn't end. The economy boomed under Reagan. Everything was happy. Everything was fine. So... You're disproving your own point here. Uh, Touchman argued that Congress is at fault for the executive branch becoming too powerful. Very true. They give the presidency too much power. I totally agree with that. 
Responsibility must be put where it belongs in the voter. The failure of Congress is a failure of the people. Uh, not entirely true because we can't entirely control what these people do. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, yes, in principle, that what she said is true because you elect these people, but they don't always represent your interests and they don't do always what you voted them to do. So, not always. 18 months later, Nixon resigned. His successor gave Nixon a blanket pardon, ratifying that he was, in fact, above the law. Ah, okay. Tuckman also doubted the Swiss Republic's use of a council in lieu of a hero-like dad figure. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I don't know all the history that well, so I'm just going to take your word for it. But I'm more in, most inspired by Comedy Central's The President Show. It's a terrible show, by the way. I tried to watch the first episode. It was fucking awful. Starring comedian Anthony Antomunic. Uh, I will admit, though, that he does a better Trump impression than Alec Baldwin. Just saying. Uh, with his searing Trump impersonation, Atomic is introduced as the 45th and final president. Oh my god, a fucking comedy show is foreshadowing the future. Oh my god, stop the presses, they're onto something here. It's not as if, you know, they're being hyperbolic, or they're making a joke, or they're being idiotic, maybe. <laughs> we can make that happen. Oh my god, he's getting excited now. My fear isn't Trump. <laughs> Okay, you may awfully sound like that with all the past fucking paragraphs. It says the next autocrat is most likely smarter and savvier than Trump. Oh yeah, the, this guy's a billionaire and he's dumb somehow. I mean, how many dumb billionaires do you know? I, I fucking hate this notion that Trump is stupid. You don't make $10 billion by being an idiot. It's literally impossible. <laughs> you have to be smart. You don't have to be Einstein, but you have to be fucking smart. Uh, every person from every niche of American politics should be alarmed. No, they shouldn't be. But maybe partisanship should because they're morons. We have a branch of government that stinks so bad, it's wafted over the entire nation and its outer territories. Mmm, drain swamp, eh? <laughs> the entire world sees it. No, they don't. China China, and North Korea definitely don't. Because, <laughs> you know, they, they kind of censor the internet there. We're in trouble. <laughs> We're not. God, this is idiotic. The presidency is broken. Oh my god. Our little democratic experiment is in peril. You just sound so fucking childish and hyperbolic here. I mean, you're making yourself so easy to mock. We can amend our constitution to save the republic. Abolish the presidency. Power to the people. Power to the congress. Okay, so what are we going to fucking do? Is the congress going to run the show now? I mean, I don't get it. Make the co-equal branches of government more equal. Well, abolishing the fucking executive branch isn't going to do that. You take powers away from it. You don't abolish it. Then Congress is unchecked. I mean, you guys are... Oh, this person's so stupid. It's bothering me. Because <laughs> they write for the fucking USA Today. Give us a council of boring bureaucrats who will do their job. A council? You want a council? Serve the people and leave after their term ends. Okay, so you want to elect a council. How's that going to fucking work? That's going to be incredibly dysfunctional, all these people working together. I mean, we also kind of already have that with the cabinet, but, you know, we, you know, have it symbolically of one man, but making a council is just going to make another Congress. I don't see how it's going to be productive at all. Uh, and, you know, if you have a bunch of people working together, I mean, you'd have to get all those people, those all those people that have to campaign somehow, 
and you'd put your faith in all those people, and I don't think anybody would be voting for all those people. I mean, it, it's such a messy, overly complicated way to do it. Because as our forefathers believes democracies were fighting for, even if you have to fight a mad king for it, fucking wrong, 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 wrong. The forefathers, which I assume you're referring to our founding fathers, never said democracies were fighting for. This is a big, you know, elementary level fucking myth, mistake, rookie move, whatever you want to call it. They feared democracy. It's a big misconception that they were like all these lovers of democracy. They feared democracy. That is why, as you pointed out earlier, we are a republic. We elect representatives. Citizens don't vote for everything. We don't have the fucking time. We're not ancient Greeks. Everybody doesn't go to Washington every day and vote for shit and do shit and, you know, to make bills and whatnot. We sit at home, we do our jobs, we go to work, and we have a fucking life. That's why we elect representatives Hence the term republic, R-E-P. We elect representatives. This is very simple. This is this last statement is just moral grandstanding and is idiotic. God, I hate this article. Let's see who this guy that wrote your gal. Tina Depew. I don't Depew. I'm sorry, I'm bad at pronunciation today. A former Capitol Hill staffer. <laughs> yeah, you have the credibility here. Has written for The Atlantic, okay, Fast Company, never heard of it, The LA Times, okay, Vox, and Mother Jones. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> Vox and Mother Jones, love how they leave at the end. But see how this journalist is going from, like, fucking publication to publication to publication. They probably all fired her, or they realize how incompetent she is. But look at this, Vox and Mother Jones. Mmm, the bastions of truth. She's a host on Sirius XM's progress channel 127 yeah don't give a shit sorry you are a moron this is a moronic article i'm shocked as i would expect this in, in your previous uh, news outlets like vox and mother jones but fucking usa today this is another level like wow journalism in america sucks it is non-existent it's all activism it's and i know this is the opinion section for anybody who says that but it's terrible Terrible opinion, right? It's supposed to be insightful and inf informative, maybe, and offer an interesting perspective, which you could argue this is interesting, but it's idiotic, poorly researched, and historically inaccurate, and extremely misguided. Tina Depew, or however the fuck you say your name, you are a moron. 